0: What's up and welcome to the live your personal best podcast. This is the place where I help current and former athletes like you to show up confidently in the gym and in life. I'm your host Emily Kaufman, a former division one athlete and author of elite to everyday athlete. I'm going to show you how to stay motivated in reaching your goals and how to have more fun doing it. So let's sweat it out and start living your personal best. Hello, hello. Welcome back to a brand new episode of live your personal best. This is the last episode in the eating plant based series. I'm excited to wrap this month up. I definitely learned a lot through talking with the different guests this month on different types of plant based eating different opinions around it. And so I wanted to wrap it up by sharing my input, right? You know, I didn't know much about it before was kind of considering making this lifestyle change to maybe being vegetarian maybe cutting out animal products going more plant-based like what that looks like for me and throughout this whole process you know I definitely got to have a better understanding of my own food choices so I wanted to talk about that today in today's episode of I'm not going plant-based but here are three things I'm doing instead. So after thinking about it and talking with the professionals, I decided that going completely vegetarian or vegan and cutting out animal protein altogether is not in the cards for me, at least definitely not for now. You know, talking with Stephanie, the dietitian, she was talking a lot about how, you know, this choice does have to be a preference, right? It's a lot of people make this choice not because of allergies or because of a health thing but a lot of times it is just on preference and so when she was talking about you know these alternative ways to get your protein in a lot of ways is beans, lentils, tofu. A lot of the alternatives I am not a huge fan of and I'm a very picky eater sometimes and so I just already know myself of if I would cut out all these things that I do enjoy eating and trying to swap them out for things I don't enjoy eating then I know I probably wouldn't be making a healthy switch I'd probably defi- be deficient in a lot of different categories so while I'm not becoming vegetarian I am still going to be making changes to my current diet and these are the three things that I I'm going to be doing moving forward and I've already kind of been starting to do in the past, but I realize, you know, the importance of it now. So number one is even if I'm not, you know, completely changing my diet to something that has a name, small switches are still just as impactful. Just because I'm not giving up animal protein 100% doesn't mean that I can't try to cut back a little bit or sometimes make switches or try the alternative option. So this past month, you know, it was the beginning of Lent and my boyfriend observes it. And so on Fridays, they're not allowed to eat meat. And so I decided to buy impossible meat at the grocery store the other day because, you know, after these conversations, I'm like, oh, this would be something interesting to try. So I had it sitting in my fridge and he's like, oh, this would be a great night to have it. So we tried it. And to give you My unpromoted and unbiased opinion. It smells so bad. I don't know if this is like a common known thing or a lot of people know about this, but I was not expecting the smell and texture when it had come out of the bag. So, to use the impossible meat, it's ground meat is what it looks like. If you were to get ground beef, that's what it looks like. And so we decided to do quinoa bowls. So we're going to have the ground impossible meat with quinoa, sweet potato, broccoli, all of that put together. So we're cooking it on the stove and it smelled so bad. But I was like, you know what? Like we're not going to waste this. We have to try it. We're just going to season it really well and it's going to be mixed in with a bunch of things anyways. So even though it kind of came out looking like a really weird consistency and smelled, it actually tasted very, very good. Like I was very impressed, would definitely eat it like that again. I did like though that it was used to be mixed in with something. I don't think I would ever make an impossible meat burger with that type of meat. That was a little too much. But you know, just mixed in if you're making some pasta and meat sauce, I think that would be a great to add in. And so you can still make the switches like these, even if you still eat beef, even if you still eat meat, you're still able to make these small switches here and there, and that will still make an impact. And so that's what I've been starting to do. You know, I want to experiment more with other switches that I like. You know, I've been going out to this restaurant that's down the street from me, and they have amazing quinoa burgers. So that's another example. And so just not being afraid to, you know, make these switches here or there, try a new vegetarian restaurant, try a new vegan restaurant without saying like, oh, I need to fully commit to this now. Number two is I'm being more aware of my food waste. And this is something that, you know, I wish I was able to say I have absolutely no food waste and I eat every single thing that I make and every leftover, like clean plate club every time, right? Like I I wish that was me but it's not and I'm trying to improve at that and so you know when you hear about these people that have the preference to not eat meat you know it's because the environmental impact on every single cow or it's because you know when we talked about with Azolda, she's talking about like the suffering that these animals go through and so if you think about the impact of that one burger or of of that one animal and then you're not even consuming it that to me sat worse I was like okay I'm not gonna be throwing away these meat products anymore not that I like had a habit of doing it before but I just want to be even more cautious of it now Of how can I eliminate food waste as best as I can that way I don't feel like oh this was a waste or this could have gone to someone else or yada 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 right like all those like guilty feelings that could come up I'm not trying to do with the guilt but I'm also trying to be more cautious of it And then number three, and I think that this is really important for everyone to explore in their own personal lives, but I'm trying to eat in other ways that can help the environment. When people talk about, you know, like the biggest way to help with the environment isn't, you know, switching to the paper straws instead of plastic straws. It might not be, you know, trading in your grocery bag for the reusable bag. But like the number one impact is by switching to becoming vegetarian or vegan. And while that might be number one, it's also very much not plausible for everyone, which I hope that you got from this whole series. It's very much not recommended for everyone. Like you need to be educated in it and it should be something that you want to do and it's very purposeful. But just because you can't do the number one thing that will impact, you can still do number two or number three or a combination of things. Things that are a lot easier for me to do in my life that still have an impact is eating more locally grown food instead of, you know, food that has to be shipped in from a different country and is flying all over the world. Also, growing my own food. My mom is a wonderful gardener and she loves having a little vegetable garden. She loves having some berries and so, you know, that is a great way to also help your economic footprint there it's healthier and more sustainable and also what I recently started doing was composting all of my leftovers and my scraps and this turned out to be so much easier than I could have ever imagined like anytime someone even like mentioned compost or you'd see like the little sign on like I think it's like the triple labels where it says like this is compostable but then I don't have a compost I just have the trash I was like this makes no sense to me. So, I started looking into it and Boston, and I'm sure we are not the only ones that have this service, so look for it in your area too. But I Googled, you know, compost in Boston, and there was this company that for less than $10 a month will come by, pick up my bucket of compost, and then they leave another bucket. So, you know, I don't have to worry about washing it out. They leave another bucket, it's full of scrap or wood shavings. So that way it absorbs all the liquids it doesn't smell, all of that. And then they bring it to their farm and they turn it into soil. And six months later, they'll actually drop back off that soil for free. So for $10, not only am I getting the freshest soil possible and the most nutrient soil possible, but I'm also being able to recycle my scraps. And this is making a huge change too. And so it's not like, oh, I'm not going Vegetarian or vegan, so therefore, like I can't help in any way. And I think that a lot of times, especially when tackling big issues like climate change or food insecurity, all of that, it seems very big and it seems like there's not much that you can do on a personal level, but there still can be, even if you don't want to make dramatic changes to your diet. So now that we've wrapped up to the end of this series, my challenge for you going forward isn't to make a huge change to your diet, but my challenge for you is this, to one, be more aware of your food waste, to maybe challenge yourself to make small switches like meatless nights or trying the impossible meat brands or making those plant-based switches, and three, also thinking about other ways you could impact the environment. That being said, you know, there's no right or wrong ways to do this. Maybe you disagree with me completely. This is just you know, what I've gotten out of it. Maybe you got something completely out of the last few episodes I had. Maybe you're inspired to make this change. Maybe you are inspired to make a huge diet change. And if you are, then good for you. I encourage you. I support you. And with that, I would love to know your thoughts about, you know, doing this monthly focus. Next month, we're going to go back into, you know, just covering different health, fitness, diet, nutrition, exercise topics. But if you did like, you know, a deep dive focus of one specific topic, I do have a few more in mind that I would like to do for the future. But I also don't want to make the podcast boring if you don't want to hear so much about one specific topic. So please, please, please let me know right on Instagram at LiveYourPB. Instagram at live your pb or just leave me a review. Spotify now has podcast reviews. So leave a review on Apple or Spotify. Letting me know. And as always, thanks for tuning in. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.